Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Snackline Media. And this isn't just any Snackline Media. No, this is one of our our top, uh, like, decide the best food segments, which we have finally given a name. Nick! Welcome to... Nick, you hit the button twice. That sounds like trash. I did it. I did it. It's all broken. This is what I get for trying to use a different fucking thing. Wait, hold on. Maybe if I mute this. Hello? No, you can still hear me. Wait, uh, yeah. let's just... Uh... It's doing it again. It is. It sounds so bad. Uh, the other soundboard takes... I can't stop. I have no hotkey to stop. <laughs> the other one takes like 45 seconds to boot up, but at least it lets me bind my like 10 modifier keys on the numpad. I'm going to uninstall this sound pad garbage. <laughs> All right. Well, I made a, I made a special intro. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, it doesn't so, sound good. I was going to lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds great. Wait. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, here we go. I didn't save it after I added the file. But I'm navigating to music, soundboard files, uh, bottlecore segments. It's not a bottlecore segment. Maybe it is. It's a bottlecore segment now. Welcome to. It's, it's there much we better. We nailed the, it. Uh, we nailed it. Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first time. Yes. Of course. Well, mm, Welcome to Jenny's I'm really going to have to. Uh, 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 Ray Trace Media Production, where we talk about uh, food on a television show. Okay, and I'm well, Jenny Chow. Hmm. <laughs> so we're here to talk about the best appetizer, starter, or hors d'oeuvre. But before we do so, we're gonna crack into a. Cold Red one. Bull, the summer edition. It does have the on it. Oh, the tab has a little bowl on it. Mm-hmm. I noted yeah, that the yeah. first time I had one of these, too. I was like, oh, look at that. A nice personalized touch. The tab does kind of suck, though, after mm-hmm. having a few of these now. Like, it yeah, doesn't... Great. I don't know. Something's not right about it. Like, it's uh, very deformed after the popping mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the th- the middle's too thin. Can't mm. hold this one very well. Anyway, so this is a uh, watermelon flavored beverage, and that is immediately noticeable from the the aroma wafting oh, yeah. off of this beast. Yeah, it smells definitely noticeable. <sighs> Taking a taste, and uh, yeah, that's watermelon flavored Red Bull. That's yep. It's delicious. Huh? That was all right. De- I- that wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. Like, I don't usually drink Red Bulls, so... I don't feel like it meshes as well with the Red Bullness. Like, really? watermelon is... I wouldn't call it a delicate flavor by any means, but it's not a very heavy flavor. Mm-hmm. And I would certainly call Red Bull's flavor pretty heavy. And so I think sort of the, the meshing there is not quite smooth. But I feel like it, uh, it works to its advantage there, though. It's like got the grape... The like extremely artificial grape of uh, Red Bull, but then it also has like a watermelon tang. Interesting that you call it artificial grape. Huh. Isn't that what kind of what it is? I don't know how else to describe it. It's the I mean, I just taste. think of it as being like metallic. Yeah, like what if a grape was made out of copper? 
Right, and so this is this is kind of like what if like you took a, like a flavor syringe and injected a watermelon with copper, and I don't think that <laughs> totally works. This is the I kind feel of like thing Trent Reznor drinks before he makes a Nine Inch Nails album. <laughs> a summer Nine Inch Nails album, yeah. It's the summer yeah. goth. Yes, the the summer jam. Yeah, I I got one of these originally to try for a bottle crow, but then it looked so appealing with the uh, you know red can with the uh, green. It looks like a watermelon, and so I actually had one before, and I had to get a second one for this because the other one didn't last. And when it's ridiculously hot out, I feel like this is uh, the prime version of Red Bull to drink. Mm. Not mm. that I actually drink much Red Bull, but I have started drinking more since you've uh, made me do the bottle crow segments. Yeah, you know, it is, um, I have, I'm responsible for a lot of people's bad food-related choices. Yeah. I'll go ahead and uh, pour it out into the glass I have. What? The color. Color surprising. It's, uh, it's ruby red. Sure, of course. I thought it would be, like, more pink, but no, it's, like, a, a very vibrant red. Interesting. Mm. These well, uh, I think Red it's Bulls, that color. So, so I, th- I think it's that color so that if you just get a little bit, like pouring it into your mouth, it looks pink. Mm-hmm. You have to make it darker so that in lower substances it achieves the the, hot, the desired color. Very interesting. <sighs> well, People thank you for tuning into Jenny's Chow. This has been opening a Red Bull. And now for the main event. It's different hockey on this one. <laughs> You're keeping all this in, right, Six? Uh, I mean, I'm keeping a lot of it in. It'll be, uh, this is the entire podcast, unfortunately. You could just cut the entire podcast. I might slightly edit down the part where Nick fucks up the intro what do you like mean? seven times. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, these you think if we could just uh, run run the Dank and Rampa theme through an MP3 exporter just a few more times, <laughs> just so we can we get the bit rate a little bit down? I mean, listen, I've got powers. Jenny's child. I could also auto tune the Dank and Rampa intro. <laughs> See what that does. <laughs> uh, but we have a list here of uh, forty. Uh, appetizers slash starters slash hors d'oeuvres and i think part of the conversation here is gonna be like not just how good are they but how well do they suit the role right mm-hmm. it's got to be part of the conversation jennifer you're our you're our you're our you're our foundation you set up things so that we can uh knock them over like you know sort of like children running through like a house of, of, of cards and dominoes so can you set up what it is that we're going to be uh, talking about here? What's our list? Okay. Um, so this is this is actually a pretty long list, so I'll just get into it. Uh, mozzarella sticks, potato skins, hot wings, boneless wings, salad, chips and salsa, egg rolls, spring rolls, nachos, loaded fries, fried pickles, cheese curds, soft pretzels, spinach, artichoke dip, crab dip, Jalapeno peppers. Oh, poppers. <laughs> um, shrimp cocktail, deviled eggs, crab cakes, crab rangoon, hush puppies, fries. <laughs> Why do I always get the giggles? Okay. Uh, potato chips. Wow! Soup. <laughs> donut holes with flavor syringes. 
loaded Pop-Tarts, hamburger, turkey, etc. sliders, onion rings, ballpark quality peanuts, edamame, gyoza, takoyaki, um, steamed dumpling, popcorn, bloomin' onion, trademark, breadsticks, meatballs, uh, charcuterie. Charcuterie, yes. <laughs> uh, hush puppies and calamari. Hush puppies again. I see. <laughs> uh, this one is two words. So. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Evidently, <laughs> when uh, someone added it games. in Control F, you know. I see. I see. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, where I come from, hush puppies is one word. Hush, little puppies, don't say a word. Mama's Six gonna is buy gonna you dunk a devil you in honey mustard. Hey! Oh, ooh, wow. Okay. It, it went somewhere. It did. Except, well, I guess you you could uh, dunk like cornbread and honey mustard. It'd probably be good. sure. I mean, who's gonna stop you, right? Yeah, not the food police. So we have here our list, um, and I think it's important to discuss. Like these are these are appetizers. These are starters. These are not sides, right? They could some of these could be served as sides, but if you mm-hmm. think of them more as a side than as an appetizer, I think that's a problem. I think an an appetizer is like well, it has to be communally shared, right? Otherwise it's like mm-hmm. I was thinking about this, like, you know, you can get an appetizer and a meal for eating for yourself. But you probably wouldn't make an appetizer for yourself if you're just making food. And right. generally, like, if you order it, the portion is such that, you know, it has to be shared. Otherwise, it's like a meal. Yeah, because everybody orders their own entrees. They order their own drinks. Sometimes they order their mm-hmm. own desserts. But the the appetizer is sort of a unifying element. It's sort of the communal aspect. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also along those lines, I think it has to be, like... It can't be so filling that it's like, okay, this is the meal, but it mm-hmm. has to be interesting enough that you can engage with it on its own, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm going to go ahead and say, I think that disqualifies potato chips. That's fair, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, um... I think just eating potato chips, you're like, I mean, I can do this, but like, this isn't <laughs> like an experience. <laughs> I, I, uh, I heartily agree. In that same spirit, should we get rid of fries since we already have loaded fries on here? Oh, true. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I meant to add hmm. uh, here. I meant to add here. I'll add at number 42. Bread rolls. Bread rolls. The thing is, I feel like, what about sweet potato fries? Wait, Six, don't you hate sweet potato fries? No. No? Okay, I thought we had a, a discussion on sweet potato fries at one point. Probably, but I, I don't hate them. Maybe... Okay. Mm, no, you know, I was going to say maybe I pretended to hate them for a bit, but I wouldn't <laughs> do that on Jackie's Chow. Jackie's Chow has honor. It's true. You're very <laughs> honest <laughs> to Jackie. Uh, do you want me to add sweet potato fries? Well, I feel like, I feel you like know... we just cut them again. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but... <laughs> But like I, I could imagine myself ordering a you know basket of sweet potato fries as an appetizer, but I would only have regular fries as like a side. I would never have a, a big basket to share of just regular fries. Thoughts? I feel like feelings? I feel like sweet potato fries are too. I mean, like I feel like you could do sweet potato fries with like a flight of sauces, 
but like they're not a particularly complex flavor. I agree. They're interesting, but you need like you need a you need to the part of the thing about appetizers that I find is very common is that there are multiple flavor experiences to be had contained in the singular serving, and so you have multiple ways to experience them to keep you entertained. I do agree. I don't think it's uh, a necessary part, but I think it perhaps, you know, an exemplary well, uh, But perhaps appetizer. if you're making, yeah, yes. if you're making a top 10, perhaps that would agree. be a agree. distinguishing factor. Okay, okay. Uh, Let's look for the week. I salad. Salad is obviously a big one. Yeah, sa- salad. Salad is on it's, here out of respect. It's almost its own category. Like mm-hmm. the traditional Western restaurant experience, you can, and perhaps often would get a type of salad, as well. It it would come before the main entree. Mm-hmm. But. It's almost like its own thing, I feel like. Yeah. Like you could get it in addition to an appetizer. Well, here's a question I have, right? Because I think this is going to come up again. You you have uh, some of these where, like, so salad can be served, like, a- appetizer, starter salad can be served two ways. So I think it can work either way here. But we do have to have this discussion where some uh, most commonly you're like, okay, everybody gets a salad, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody gets their own individual salad. And there are other things on here where that is how it works. Um but also, there are times where it's like, here's one big salad in the center and pull from it as you yeah. like. And I think, you know, a salad has, is a, it's pro, it is absolutely the least filling out of all of these, right? It's the least heavy, at least. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, yeah. the lightest. And well, so it's, it's also a the great, kind of... as a starter. Maybe chips and salsa. Chips and salsa can be very light. Lighter than lettuce, though? I don't know. Lettuce does have a lot of water, so, you know, it's volume. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, it's it's rarely just lettuce, especially if you're yeah, at a yeah, restaurant. Yeah. They're like, here, and we drowned it in blue cheese <laughs> and dressing. Sauce. And you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. I feel like out of respect for the category, we'll have to leave salad out. But, like, as something that comes before a meal. It is definitely up there. Okay. Okay. It, 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 does, it does feel, as you say, kind of like its own thing. It gets a honorable horizontal mention on the list. How about that? Like, if you were to, if you were to say, let's order some appetizers who want salad, people would probably give you a weird look. <laughs> yeah. But someone might get a salad and then not partake very much of an appetizer that the rest of the table has. True. So, so it's I guess like it's an appetizer kind of... alternative. But it yeah. also can be a secondary if you have a, have, have a, have a you know... A lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Also, we're talking about things that could that are, aren't necessarily their own dishes, while salads are oftentimes eaten by themselves as their own thing. That's true. That's true. Because it, yeah. part of part of what makes it a good appetizer or starter is that is it's as its designated category, and it it isn't. You can't confuse it for being another thing. Yeah, I mean, you can you know, with a lot of things you'll like. If you just want a small dish, then you could get like an appetizer as a main entree, right? That's the thing mm-hmm. that happens. But salad is like that is a regular thing, mm-hmm. and perhaps mm-hmm. that you know the menu would even have entree salads, which are insane. Yeah, I I've seen it. 
I've made it, in fact, in a restaurant where I worked. But um, I think similarly, bread rolls are kind of their own thing. Well, also, bread rolls are a thing where it's like, if you go to a specific type of restaurant, they just come with the meal. And, Mm -hmm. like, they are technically an appetizer, but it's not considered one of the appetizers of that restaurant. Well, that's just because they're not charging you for them. Well... I mean, they, they look, okay, economically, they're still baking that into the price of all the other, I know. When you but fill like, up your tank at the gas station. Yeah. I mean, like, the reason they're not called an appetizer is because they're not on the appetizer spot on the menu because they're already there. Mm-hmm. They are an appetizer. Now, what about when you go to, and this could be wrong, Outback Steakhouse, one of the chains, and you get the uh, pumpernickel, and it comes with, like, butter. You know what I'm talking I, about? Like, the black bread? I know what pumpernickel is. I have never been to an Outback Steakhouse. Or something. So. I don't know. Doesn't some chain restaurant like have a rye-ish type bread? This seems plausible. Like, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, like there are some there's some chain restaurants where bread definitely is something that you can get on the side, like as a mm-hmm. separate thing. And it's like more interesting than just a white bread roll. Hmm. Hmm. But also still sometimes probably not you get like 10. also you get like honey butter sometimes, but I guess that's more for biscuits. Yeah. 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 Let's 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 cut out. Send it rolls. off. We gonna get rid of one of the two hush puppies. <laughs> I think yeah. we should get rid one, of the two one at a time. <laughs> okay. Because uh, the, the the one word hush puppy has more unity. I feel like two-word hush puppies are the ones that sort of, like, crumble and fall apart. The one-word hush puppies are the ones that are really well fried. And are extremely hot in the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, like, die. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heavenly experience. What other weak links do we have around here? So we have, okay, one of the things to consider, and this is not necessarily a disqualifier, but we have some stuff where there's sort of, like, overlap, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like for example, we have mozzarella sticks and cheese curds. Are we gonna have both of them on the list? I think those are very different to me. Hmm. I, I don't have that many cheese curds, but I used to make cheese curds for a living. So, Here's of the living. two, I'd probably order mozzarella sticks more often. Mm-hmm. Same here. I agree. I agree. Um, cheese curds just cheese sound curds like a. It's like a, I guess like a, at a bar it serves, so it's like drinking food or it's like, you know, festival, like fair food. Extremely yeah, I mean, it's, it's more heavy, about, it's more delicious. They're, well, they're more batter fried than mm. the sort of breading style of a mo- of a usual mozzarella stick. Though the thing is, I think mozzarella sticks can also be like batter fried. Like mozzarella sticks have a versatility that mm. I think cheese curds do not, so... I agree. I don't think cheese curds would be in my top ten. Okay. Um, I guess at some point I added crab dip to this list. I added was that crab me? dip. Have okay. to uh, represent the Maryland here. Okay, because it was up in the area where I had been adding stuff, and I was like, mm-hmm. did I put crab dip? <laughs> I, just, I made little tweaks just to make you think you are going crazy. Mm, sure, sure. Um, we should sure. cut crab dip. What? Oh. Over spinach and right. choke dip? Yes. What? What? Yes. Spinach like artichoke dip. You just thing, almost. here's the difference: is you have a couple of bites of crab dip, and you're like, okay, I'm over it. And you have a couple of bites of spinach artichoke dip, and you're like, 
Ew, what I'm if I had a couple more artichoke bites artichoke of spinach? Ah, <laughs> uh, your artichokes are so good. I, I don't disagree. I do like spinach artichoke dip, but I feel like it's just as heavy and just as uh, flavorful as crab dip. I just, I feel like the flavor of crab is a flavor that has more, like, same flavor degradation. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, crab dip is like cream and cheese and crab in Old Bay. A good crab dip in my mind. Yeah, but then, then it's just like, okay, well, then I'd rather have a crab rangoon. No, no, no. Crab dip to me is not a crab rangoon experience. Okay, maybe it's just that I'm a West Coaster and I ha- a West Coaster slash Midwester and I haven't had proper crab dip. As someone who does like crab dip, I will say that as much as I appreciate almost anything crab flavored, um, one complication I've run into is uh, my girlfriend Kyrie is allergic is allergic to shellfish and crab. So, I'm for. From what I can tell, I don't know many people who are allergic to something like spinach or artichoke, so. That's an interesting consideration, because we have to consider whether, um, a couple of factors. One, are we considering people who aren't on the podcast? Um, and I guess I'm okay saying yes there. Um, two, what do we make of something being, like, exclusive? Is that a <laughs> 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 Six is just zigging and zagging here. Sure what's happening? You know, well, sometimes I mean, like, sometimes you got to make sacrifices for the ones you love, and you know, if you I'm just you saying, don't get you, the opportunity. Aren't, aren't allergies ultimately an mm. opportunity for someone else at the table to have more of the appetite? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cruel, but yes, <laughs> like if if I ever ordered something while being aware that someone hadn't an allergy to it, I would go ahead and foot the bill for a second appetizer just for that person. But also you'd be like, oh, I can order crab dip because I get all the crab <laughs> dip. <laughs> Cut to a shot of six with seven bowls of crab dip. <laughs> can I'm I get sorry, some more I pita just, bread? I, I ordered some crab dip and then I was like, oh no, you're allergic. Let me get another appetizer for you. I'll get you some crab dip. Oh no. <laughs> I'll order seven crab dips and you can have the pita or the, you know, the chips. And I'll have the dip. <laughs> Just pouring it into your mouth. <laughs> uh, I feel gosh. like uh, <laughs> crab dip's staying on for now. How about that? I think we can, so. We can I, think, I think soup is not. Yeah, okay. soup, I've, I realized, is in the salad category, right? It extremely is, It's yeah. the same thing. So, mm-hmm. honorable vertical mention. Horizontal mention. Hey, I'm calling out Jennifer specifically. Loaded Pop-Tarts? Yeah, I was about to put what about? <laughs> so, there's this, there's this um, breakfast chain place called Ted's Bulletin, and one of their specialties is they have what they call either Ted's Tarts or Loaded Pop-Tarts, where they basically... <laughs> It's basically they're making their own pastry, except it's in a pop tart shape, and, and then they, they put sour do their cream, own various summer flavors and, and stuff like that. <laughs> what uh? What don't you yeah, understand? Yeah, it's basically just like a it's it's basically just like a homemade pastry pop tart situation, um, like Old a restaurant Bay, made cheddar it. cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
I, I hate to say this to you, Jennifer, however many years into our partnership, <laughs> I don't think Pop-Tarts are very good. I'm not talking like Pop-Tarts you get from the little boxes at the grocery store. I'm talking about ones that are custom made at a restaurant. I know, but like, you're customizing them to be Pop-Tarts, right? <laughs> That's like... I'm I... trying to think of a... <laughs> <laughs> I think it is bold. I think it is a unique element of the list because we don't really have many uh, appetizers or starters on here that could be part of a breakfast or brunch. So I do appreciate, I mean, you know. You are suggesting that I would not have fucking mozzarella sticks for breakfast, <laughs> and you are incorrect. Sir. Listen, I, I know we're all broken here, but in the real world. <laughs> okay, okay, fair, fair. Yeah. We can cut those if no one else is interested in them, though. Can I get some more crab dip? <laughs> <laughs> it's 9 a.m. We just opened. Oh, so you're saying the crabs aren't ready yet. So it's yes, going to be like they're, they're 10 more growing. minutes then? Yes, 10 more minutes till we catch the crab. Um, <laughs> you know how you know people at a restaurant say, oh, the food's taking a while. They must be uh, catching the chicken. They're going to get the mm, chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what you yeah, say. People your, say that. Your eighth that's, hole of crab. That's the thing that humans say. You're right, Nick. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on, Jen. You've heard that before, right? That joke? Have that anti-joke? Um, I don't think I've heard that before. No. <laughs> you're like waiting on bread, and you're like, oh, guess they're growing the wheat. <laughs> guess they're who? Guess they're choking the chicken. What I, I guess talking that, about here, Nick. I guess that does sound like something that my that my dad would say. <laughs> that's, he yeah, likes that's to make weird I, jokes at waiters. Exactly. Guess they're starting over from Mesopotamian <laughs> civilization. <laughs> Guess they're inventing the spoken word. Um, so I would cut loaded Pop-Tarts, but I do like the idea of keeping a breakfast thing on here. And I've never had them, but donut holes with flavor syringes sounds fantastic. Yeah, like uh, the whole so- thing behind them is that they bring out a plate of donut holes and several different types of flavor syringes, and you just stick it in there, pump whatever oh. flavor you want in there, and then eat the donut hole. See, that's an experience, too. It's like it gets mm-hmm. everybody involved. Even, your, you know, you have kids. You give them the syringes, and they start injecting things. Who, what kid that's is another- not going to have fun? That's another part of the experience here. That's a, it's, it's not a necessary factor, but an added plus to an appetizer or starter is when it is involved, when it exactly. is an activity. Mm-hmm. Keeps the kids in, entertained. Mm-hmm. Appetized. Appetized. Uh, started. St- started. Vroom, vroom. Uh, or derved. Yeah, I definitely would keep, I would keep that one on the list. I've never um, you know, had it, but it sounds great. It does sound great. Yeah, they serve them at like a Top Golf. So if you ever go there, you should definitely check it out. You, you East Coast people just make up restaurants. <laughs> I don't know don't what Top Golf is. People, <laughs> it's like a restaurant slash driving range. Like, uh, what? You... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you never heard of Top Golf? <laughs> it's like a burger joint slash laundry mat. You know, <laughs> Top Golf. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, it's uh, run by Jeremy Clark's <laughs> Top Golf Wait, Golf Party Venue Sports Bar and Restaurant. Highway to the Nine Hole. So wait, there's Top Golf, Top Tracer, uh, our brands, 
Swing Suite, Lounge by Top Golf, World Golf Tour, Top Golf Live, Top Golf Media, Top Golf TV. This is a a global brand. Yeah, I, I think they have locations around the country and stuff. Eat and drink. Huh, I'm looking at their their list of uh, uh they they call their appetizers bites and shareables because they're <laughs> don't cowards. You, don't you love it when a restaurant is too good for the word appetizer? <laughs> the on, the only time I like that is when they call them like appetizers or something Antipasto. really awful. Yeah, appetizer. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's like a, that's like a Applebee's or something, right? Is appetizers? Yeah. <laughs> that's but where it's, it's happening. Oh, no, it makes you happy. That's the oh injectable mm-hmm. donut holes. Wow. Um. So we have both hot wings. And boneless wings on here, mostly mm-hmm. out of respect. Hot wings are better than boneless wings. Second, here, here. I'll have wings boned or boneless, but I usually won't have them hot. Like I'll, I, I'll, I'll have them mild. But uh... okay, I can change it to chicken wings. Okay, that's that's an acceptable compromise because it, it is true. Like you know, sometimes you want like a. Uh, teriyaki or uh, you know like whatever sometimes they will put sauce on the side and so you can enjoy the old different flavor experience you were talking about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you could not have flavor baked in and have it be inferior i understand i mean i agree but you know sometimes for sure you know it's priorities i think can we just promote chicken wings to the list the top 10 I feel comfortable doing that at this yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I'd mention is that they are also one of the items on this list that can be just eaten as a meal on their own. But uh, agreed. It, it's still one of those things where it it does complement other meals really well too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there is, you know, some slight shame in eating just like a dozen chicken wings as a meal. And usually, when you're doing that, you're doing like you're For combining me. appetizers. You're like, I'm going to have chicken wings and mozzarella sticks. And that's my main meal because I want to die. <laughs> Slight shame. That just progresses into full full shame. Full delicious shame. Uh, but we have a lot of strong contenders here. Um, so, okay, let's talk about the crabs. Okay. We have crab dip. It seems like there's some strong feelings about crab dip. We have crab cakes and we have crab rangoon. Uh, it sounded like you were a little dismissive of crab rangoon. Is that accurate? Uh, yes. You know, I don't want to be disrespectful to the crab rangoon, but my God, it's like the heavy. It's like cream cheese. It's like what if you fried a massive scoop of cream cheese, right? Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, they're they're delicious. I've had them before, but whew. are you crab rangoon defense force, Jen? No, not really. Crab cakes are my are far and away my ideal way of eating crab as an appetizer. I feel like crab rangoon is perhaps the most indulgent item on this list, and yet also like the cheapest, right? Because cream <laughs> cheese is not very expensive. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> it, it just sounds more sophisticated because rangoon crab is an unusual rangoon. word. It also sounds like a great insult. Mm. Like six, uh, that Rangoon. Wow. Rapscallion. Shit, man. I thought we were friends. <laughs> we're best Rangoons. Uh, I think we should cut nachos because I think of them as being more of a meal. Huh, okay. Mm. I, I kind of consider them like ballpark fare or sporting sure, event. But, like, you, 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 but you eat 
meals at the ballpark. I mean, like, I'm not saying like it's like like, uh, Mademoiselle, your nachos, <laughs> but like you're not having them to start out the meal. You're having them to get yourself fed. I yeah. disagree. Really, I don't think I've ever had nachos. I mean, maybe I haven't lived in a place where you know loaded nachos would be that great. Hmm. Well, it's it's nachos are the kind of meal I feel like you get when you're in a isolated place for an extended period of time and <laughs> you can't go out to get anything else like either at a sporting venue, a movie theater, that sort of thing. Wow, this is depressed. This is this is the fact of the East Coast. Uh, <laughs> you get some really amazing like carne asada nachos out here. You can get like spectacular That's what I was wondering. entree nachos out here yeah i'm sure you can it's just one of the situations where having been to various events and stuff like that nachos are definitely on that list of right next to um stadium hot dogs and stuff like that as Mm -hmm. uh well it sounds like for different reasons we're not on the nacho train okay hop off the nacho train deviled Um, eggs uh uh-huh oh yeah appetizer yeah yeah, you just get a tray of deviled eggs and everybody takes one or two. I don't know if I've ever seen deviled eggs on an appetizer menu. I have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. They're good. It, hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I love deviled eggs, but I don't mm, know if I've ever mm-hmm. had them as an appetizer. Well, wait, how did you have them then? Uh, homemade. My grandmother makes Right, right but like, where they were served as like, what's for dinner, deviled eggs? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> she put a big scoop of deviled <laughs> eggs onto my plate. Uh, I don't know, just as like a side or as like a snack, maybe. Yeah, a snack, sort of Cold before snack. the dinner, kind of like a like kind of like an appetizer, <laughs> Nicholas. Okay, okay, I bow, I bow. All right, because they are really good. I think. Man, hmm. they, uh, hmm. this is gonna be tough. Edamame isn't that good. Edamame is great. <laughs> edamame is like solid. I'm glad it's here. I'm mm-hmm. glad to support edamame. It's not top ten. It doesn't need to be what? top ten. Edamame isn't going for glory. Edamame is just like a fundamental. Edamame is soybeans, but it's dressed up as edamame. Edamame is not, you know, it's not like a, a given, right? It's like, oh, edamame. But so, it's just soybeans and salt. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I initially put this. Yeah, I initially put this here because I felt like having something more involved as an appetizer would be good, but we have mm-hmm. a bunch of those already, so. Wow. I don't, I was feeling really strong for edamame. It does taste good. Like, it, it, it is you know, a strong compliment. Stuff to do with your hands, like you said. It's got the salt. It gets people drinking. I feel like give we it have to other kids. contenders they on this list that pulled yeah. it off better. Imagine... I, I guess. Imagine handing uh, a mozzarella stick to a kid. You know, that's not okay. going to keep them involved, entertained. That's not going to intrigue them, like handing them a soybean. No, but there are different, like there are different types of of appetizer on here. If mm-hmm. I wanted to entertain the child, I would direct them to the charcuterie. <laughs> I need to Google what that is because I've never heard of it before. It, it's like combined cheese, meat, cracker, plate type thing. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. the best name I could come up with to yeah. combine oh, that entire category. Okay, yeah, I've seen one of these, like a cheese plate. 
anywhere mm-hmm. from Ritz crackers and like American cheese slice to full. We have a charcuterie board I think for if, you. Yeah, I think if you call it a charcuterie, it has to have meat on there. You have to have at least some Does, slices okay. of salami or something. Yeah, I guess it depends on whether we're talking like home or a restaurant because I can't imagine ordering something like that at a restaurant, but I could see putting something like that together for um, a viewing party at a house or something like that. I've seen it both ways, but... If they have it on the menu, usually it's like more... A little more expensive. A little more expensive. It's like more interesting. So like, you know, they'll put a rain uh, array of cheese so they got you know, like a brie some sort of smoked cheddar and then something sharp like blue cheese or some other like port cheddar or something or they're like well we've got like an aged which wisconsin dill whatever the <laughs> hell yeah and you're like i mean i guess if i have this here it'll be an experience sure mm-hmm. it is kind of hard to eat though like with it a lot is. of people that's the problem and you're and you're gonna run out of the thing that you like right yeah that someone happens. is gonna you're gonna be you're gonna be like oh this one's really good oh someone finished it well i guess i could have some of the, the you have to like hover over the plate right like mm-hmm. if you have a wing a basket of wings a basket of fries if you have dip you uh you take your hand and you go into the center and then you retreat back to your seat right but for like mm-hmm. charcuterie it's like how are you gonna do that you gotta like hover over it to get the brie you take like a knife or a spoon and then you spoon it onto a cracker and then you have one bite of food i put this on the list but i guess it should have been cut earlier very <laughs> impractical it is really good though when it's good it is that's the thing and like you know i could as jen said you know picture myself making something that you could call that right for could we finish killing together. edamame first damn it i was so <laughs> <Sure>. close <laughs> <laughs> so close to distracting. I, I'm very sad to see Edamame go, but okay. It's the, like one of the healthiest things on the list too. It's just like which is terrible. Appetizers that are healthy are a downside. But it's delicious. There's no negative an embarrassment to the cause. <laughs> Goodbye. So, um, I feel like there should be a showdown between gyoza and steamed dumpling because those are pretty. Congratulations, similar. gyoza. <laughs> See, I added steamed dumpling after, you know, thinking, oh, yeah, what about, like, more Asian appetizers? Mm. Like, gyoza is crunchy on one side, right? So, like... Well, the gyoza different. can be prepared a lot of different ways. You can do straight-up steamed gyoza. You can do I thought fried gyoza. explicitly when you do the, like, pan-fry method. No, gyoza is just specifically a, a type of dumpling. You can prepare them basically three different ways. You can steam them, you can fry them, but it's most common to do a combination of steaming and frying. Gshow.org, uh, crescent-shaped pan-fried dumplings stuffed with stuff. Really? Yeah. Huh. I feel like the gyoza is like a specific method where you get one side crispy because you pan-fry, and mm. then... Hopefully you didn't put too much oil in because you put like a spoonful of water in and then you put the lid mm. on so it steams the top and finishes cooking. Huh. I didn't know that. That's what it is to me, but I, I think it's well, a that's, I mean, that's the best way to yeah. cook them, basically, so that's fine. Yeah. I thought they were flexible, but it turns out you can only have them the good way. Okay. <laughs> I could be wrong. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because um, then there's also a word for boiled gyoza and steamed gyoza. Oh, shit. Deep fried gyoza. Pork Chicken buns. Wings I'm adding pork buns. Oh, pork okay. Buns. Oh, yeah. 
Hmm. Those could be a meal too. Though. They could. Um Okay, we should we should finish what we're working on. Okay. Gyoza versus steamed dumplings. Um steamed dumplings are certainly more flexible. There's a there's a wider array of possibility there. Mm-hmm. Um I, I really love the textural experience of gyoza though. Same here. Mm-hmm. It sounds like we're gyoza folks. Kill yeah. it. Okay. Kill the steamed what about popcorn? I feel like popcorn's on the bottom of the list here. Pop, bu- yes, it is on the bottom of the list. You're correct. Oh, Let's <laughs> cut it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, only it's, thing I'll say is like that. Uh, yeah, I feel, only thing I'll say is it's up there with the peanuts in terms of oh, you're at a specific sports bar with a setting and True. they serve it a specific way and it works for whatever restaurant they're doing it in. Sure, but that's like that's that's it's it at that point it's not an appetizer. It's like an element of the atmosphere. It's like the vinyl Drinking records food. they have on the wall. Drinking snack. Yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose you're right. Um, did we did we make a decision on charcuterie? Did we want to cut it because it's such a pain in the ass? I, I, think so. Yeah, uh, it's it's a shame. I like charcuterie, but I, I I think I can understand the logic in that. And so, if you both feel that way, I'm I'm fine with that. It'll be strange to have you know a top ten without it, but I I think it is a good move. Like if I was okay. if I had a restaurant, I think charcuterie would be one of the last things. Well, the profit margins on those are insane, actually. So maybe it wouldn't be the last thing I would add. Mm. But, mm. Yeah. Okay, we've done some good work here. Um, why is calamari here? What do you mean? I think I said it pretty clearly. <laughs> why is calamari on this list of items? Of appetizers? Yes. Because well, first of all, I feel like it's usually served as an entree, and second, it's not now, very no. interesting. What, what kind of uh, calamari entree have you encountered? Fried calamari is what it's called. Yes. As an yeah. just and it's just a bunch of fried squid, as a yeah, meal? and like a sauce. Yeah. What? That's that's an appetizer yeah. six, Janet. Well, that explains I why insane? I found it so fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 delicious. Like uh, it's as long as no one's allergic to it, you can pass it around and have a good time. It's just mm, that's I why it's an like appetizer. Is, I feel like this is an instance where. The breading is good. The calamari itself is insufficient. You had some bad calamari. I hate to break it to you. Mm, I guess it's possible. I feel like I also think having calamari, a entree-sized portion of just calamari does not sound very good to me. But as an appetizer... that's that's not good. Yeah, you serve it with lemon wedge and, like, marinara sauce. You could do tartar sauce probably, too. But, like, it's, it's a nice light lighter fried food but it's still a a delicious Mm. fried appetizer to me (sighs) okay fine also (laughs) frankly i i think that fried pickles are weaker than calamari in terms of flavor god get the fuck out of here i don't think i've ever had fried pickles okay then nick shut the fuck up (laughs) i've had fried fried pickles pickles are amazing but like It's it's just a pickled cucumber inside. It's not you know a delicious chewy. It doesn't have the chew. It has like a, a probably you, an interesting are flavor. You 
seriously here being like, man, squid tentacles, so much better than pickles. Are it, you on not, not on flavor. every drug? Squid requires external flavor, while fried, prickle, <laughs> fried pickles bring the flavor to the table on their own. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, I would prefer to have a, a mouthful of uh, deep-fried squid with a little bit of lemon, maybe some marinara, or just, like, a little bit of spiciness versus a fried pickle. But the fried pickle... Okay, so first off, fried pickle is a great if you're at a good place it's a house-made pickle so it's especially good sure and then it's like uh like uh sort of like usually a slightly spicy like uh breading that is usually pretty interesting and then on top of that you usually get house-made ranch there's also a dip that's good it's every part of it is it's a good pickle with a good batter with a good dip every single part is solid it sounds solid but the what about the texture you got like, the, the breading. The there. texture of the breading is really nice. It's got a very good crunch. It's got enough thick. It's got more thickness than you'd expect for a lot of breaded things. You've okay. actually got something to sink into. And then once you get through it, you get into the pickle and you get a quick little crisp crunch through the pickle and you're done. So you have a little bit of initial resistance and then it quickly yields and it's a satisfying experience. Huh. What would uh, be, I guess uh, you have a point about the texture. I listen. I don't know if fried pick. I would put fried pickles on the top ten, but the idea of calamari making over fried pickles <laughs> just boils my blood. <laughs> what would the uh, Taco Bell version of fried pickles be? Six. Uh, Taco Bell version of fried pickles would be fried pickles in like sort of like a, like a zesty like you know taco pepper jack sauce. Uh, well, no, it'd be like a t- like a taco breading, sort mm-hmm. of like like taco seasoning breading, and then you'd uh you dip that they'd, they'd serve you with two things. They served you with uh, chipotle ranch in one thing, and then just nacho cheese in the other. And people would commonly like it would be it would be unofficial, but a lot of people would also order sour cream. Sounds good. Uh, Taco Bell would not serve calamari. Uh, didn't you say they had a squid salad, like a fried squid it's salad? A, it's a no, it was a seafood salad, seafood. and it was mostly imitation crab. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, I, I agree. Taco Bell would not serve calamari. Therefore, it's probably better <laughs> than fried pickles. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, we can uh, we can revisit. Unless Jen has a uh, has a stake uh, in the fight, uh, I think I've already got enough of uh, well the things that I have that I really wanted to make it seem like they're close to making it, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we can probably cut hush puppies at this point. Huh? Uh, they're all right. I get. I haven't really had that many, but like you know what they're they are. They're not that flavorful. You know they're good. They're like they're all right. They're solid. I enjoy them, but they're they're mostly just bread. They're fine. Cornbread though. It should like if it's a good house-made cornbread mix. Could be really good and then you got like, you know, some sort of creamy dipping sauce. They're fine. They could be not, yeah. I guess I don't feel that strongly about them. How do y'all feel about fried okra? I was thinking of putting that on the list. Hmm. I would sh- I I like fried okra, but I also have difficulty of the I- if fried pickles are having this much trouble. I don't see how fried okra could possibly beat that. I I, I guess fair, yeah, but uh, it, I since it also has so many of the same 
features as fried pickles, including mm-hmm. the initial resistance uh, followed by um, mm. the nice chewy center. And then a interesting, you know, uh, gummy texture or like slimy sliminess has an okay, interesting well, sliminess that some people I guess right. don't like. But. If if fried okra is if if y'all would put fried okra over calamari. Let's do this dark deed. Whatever it takes to get calamari out of here. I, you you have some sort of dark history with calamari six. We we have to get you a better appetizer calamari. I can't I can't with these <laughs> foods where like the core food is mm-hmm. not good and they dress it up in a way that works, but the core food isn't good. Sure, I take okra over calamari. I think both of them are strong, but as long I as it gets like... pickles off the list, you know. Really? I, I also feel like uh, um, fried okra is more of a barbecue staple than something like uh, mm-hmm. fried pickles, even though both are usually within the same ballpark. <sighs> All right, we can cut calamari and fried pickles. I still think fried pickles are really good, but I understand. Okay. Also, sometimes you get fried pickles that are fried in cornmeal, and I don't think that's very good. Oh, Yeah. Jalapeno poppers, while we're on the subject of fried pepper-like things. Mm-hmm. They're good. Yeah, they're good. And that's about all I have to say. Yeah, we could probably cut them. Yeah. Man, such hmm. such strong contenders. I guess takoyaki are amazing. If they're good. Mm-hmm. Also, I I personally do have a beef with takoyaki. I think they're good, but they're not necessarily worth the risk reward yeah. because they are so hot in the middle <laughs> that I have destroyed my mouth on numerous <laughs> occasions. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you're right regarding that. Um, I have had restaurant quality takoyaki before, but um, and that's pretty great. Like uh, that sounds great. having it served with various like dipped in various sauces and all that. Some very soft, fresh katsuboshi on top. Doesn't sounds good. We are listen. We're here. We're talking about good foods. I don't mm-hmm. want to gross anyone out, so I'm not going to get into details. But I have had the hot pizza roof of the mouth experience, but with takoyaki. <laughs> Oof. Okay. It sucked. <laughs> Is what I'm saying. Um. Mm, okay, so I think we should cut sliders because I think they're too meal esque. I guess just... we're. I guess it depends on what kind of sliders we're talking about. If we're talking burger sliders, then yeah, that's a bit too close to a meal. If we're talking turkey sliders, I feel like that's a staple of, like that, that's a very specific, close family event sort of staple. Like, uh, but then you something... wouldn't eat them because it's turkey. That's not true. I'd, I'd eat them anyway, but like they're not that good. Turkey's not that good. Yeah, I, I guess I meant to put their roast beef or something like that because I feel like roast beef. Sliders... Oh, you mean like like more like sandwich style sliders? Yeah, I, I, th- I thought you were being I thought you meant like turkey burger, and I was like, no, 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 like <laughs> like a sandwich slider. Okay, they're I guess okay. almost too big to have multiple of for the the flavor experience mm. thing. I I could go along with cutting them at this point if you wanted. I'm just. Well, you know what? Actually, let's hold on to them for the moment. Let's make easier cuts. Okay. Bloomin' Onion. 
I how H- dare you? Hilarious. I was just gonna nominate I'm, it. I'm happy it made it this far. <laughs> I was Very gonna nominate funny. it for the top ten right now. Great <laughs> joke. Bye. You can't have the Bloomin' Onion is in the zeitgeist of the world. <laughs> it's the Bloomin' Onion. Did, I mean, I think I, I've definitely had a Bloomin' Onion, but more than that, I I know what the Bloomin' Onion is. Jen, do you think we should? Just cut like the, I'm just else. moving on. Jen, do you think we should cut potato skins? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of potato skins, honestly. Me neither. Okay, so we cut bloomin' onion. We cut potato skins. I, I don't see that. I don't see bloomin' onion cut. <laughs> oh god damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we're cutting blooming onion. What do you mean? Like it's great. You can share it. You can have multiple dipping sauces. It's just have an onion ring. No, it's a very different experience. An onion ring is not nearly as caramelized as a bloomin' onion, which is Didn't sliced thinner. Did they stop thinner. making bloomin' onions? Don't break my heart like that. <laughs> bloomin' onion. Like, I feel like that was the thing in Outback Steakhouse for years, and then it, it some sort of license, some sort of uh, copyright dispute happened, and they disappeared. Uh, it's currently on their menu. It is. Oh. Okay. As part of the Aussie-tizers. <laughs> God. <laughs> wow, with a name like that, it has to be good. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like, oh, It's an amazing presentation. It's amazing just technology that we have in the 21st century. Even though it's Knives? really much yeah, more they're pretty amazing. Century. It's not a knife. <laughs> it's like a specialized uh, cutter type thing. Yeah, it's a series of knives. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe there's no other Bloomin' Onion representatives here. You're 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 bloomin' your you're out of your bloomin' here. mind, six. <laughs> Bloom into you. Um Harmonies of New Bloomin' Onion. Mm, that's a strong argument. <laughs> <laughs> um it seems like we're going to cut spinach art choke dip. Okay. Yep. Based on earlier conversations. Um, spring rolls versus egg rolls. I would normally lean egg roll. Whoop, for some reason, I just fucked that up. But there are, Viet- you know, Vietnamese spring rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those are roll. really good. So are like Texas egg style egg rolls, though. You know I've I mean? never had a Southwestern Texas egg roll. egg roll. It's got like black beans. Like black bean oh, corn. I have seen I have I have seen this as a uh, frozen good, and assumed because it was frozen, <laughs> the quality would be atrocious. But this concept sounded. Good. I've had fresh ones, and you can have different sauces, or you know, just one mm. creamy sauce mm. like they do, and they're they're pretty good. <sighs> they're both very strong content. Maybe we should hold off on on deciding on them. Yeah, let's cut shrimp really cocktail instead. Uh fuck you! We're cutting crab cakes. No, <laughs> shrimp cocktail can be can be very good. It can be really good. It's, it's versatile. It's, it serves yeah. a crowd. It's fun. You just pick them up. You pick fun. up the shrimp and you dip <laughs> it in the sauce. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make this fun to, to sell to sell Nick because I realize that Nick is the one I have to win here. <laughs> um, thing I I I haven't recently, but I haven't cooked much recently because of the state here, of my. Okay, kitchen. Nick. Let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. If you if we keep crab cakes over shrimp cocktail, I'm going back after crab dip. <laughs> I, 
feel like I've got Jen with, with me now. on crab dip, though. <laughs> I'll beat her down. I've got talent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm from and live in Maryland. We're not going to cut crab cakes. I'm sorry to tell you, Six. But you've got you've got crab dip on here already. How many crabs do you need? <laughs> crab, crab, crab. You've oh, got crab crabs. in your food. You've got crab in your boxers. What do you need, mm-hmm. Nick? It's the Maryland way. Crab cake, like, you can have really bad crab cakes, but you can have really bad crab anything. or you, anything. You but overcooked you can't shrimp have, cocktail is not very you good. You can't awful. have bad shrimp cocktail. That's Yes, not you can. True. You can overcook the I mean, shrimp very easily. Okay, you can, have, you can have bad shrimp cocktail in the same way you can have, like, a, a bad, like, donut where they, it like, is, left it out for three weeks. It but is it difficult really to cook good shrimp for shrimp cocktail. It's not... Yes, it is. You it's have to. It's extremely not the boil the time the cooking time of like cooking you know sh- boiling shrimp for shrimp cocktail is like almost as tight. I feel like as cooking scallops. Like, but you know what happens you if easily... you overcook shrimp cocktail by mm-hmm. a little bit? It's slightly it's tougher. It's like rubbery. You know what if you, it's it's a little bit rubbery. It's, it's not that bad. Rubbery. Not compared not compared to overcooking. You crab think cakes. calamari is worse than shrimp cocktail? That's like. Shrimp yeah, doesn't have yes? any flavor. Is this a trick question? Shrimp ba- sh- a cold shrimp barely has any flavor. As opposed to calamari, which literally has which none. Which is warm and is served with lemon and marinara sauce. It's the same as shrimp cocktail, basically. Yes, yes. Except for shrimp has inherently flavor. A shrimp is a good shrimp cocktail. Shrimp barely has a flavor, especially when cold. Nonsense. It's like slightly sweet, maybe? I don't know. How do you describe it's a, a little bit shrimp? sweet. It's a it's it's a little you know it's it's got a slightly like fishy taste, but not like a powerfully fishy taste. Not the Agreed. kind that really. It's shrimp has a flavor. Shrimp is good. I just can't imagine taking crab cakes and crab dip into our top ten. <laughs> having two crab dishes in our top ten, y'all are on drugs. I would take a cake server dip, honestly. Me too. If okay, I, I this is a this is legitimately a compromise for me. This is not me being manipulative. I do plenty of that. Um, I would see both shrimp cocktail and crab dip go if that reflects the room. Sure. And elevate crab cakes into the other thing is I feel like I see crab cakes as an entree a lot. I agreed, but I feel like they can they're like more than a slider readily like made into small little bites. Okay. And you just have okay. it on yeah. You don't need like a, a bun or accoutrements. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and promote crab cakes to the unofficial top 10. I Just staring at deviled eggs here. I can't imagine deviled eggs being on a top 10 appetizer. Yeah, you're right. It, it's, it's, it had a good run. It had a good run. Love deviled eggs. Um, yeah. Um, how do we feel about soft pretzels? Good. Yeah, they're good. Good is how I feel. Okay. Easily like tear tear apart. You could have mustard. You could have honey butter. You could have honey mustard. You could have honey yeah, mustard I've had butter. A, I've had like a jalapeno cheese sauce. Uh, I've seen some. I've seen some good stuff. And part of the thing with with soft pretzels, right? You get those like soft pretzel sticks. It's like a lot of these. You have a big party. You're leaving someone out, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. you get. I don't know. You get shrimp cocktail, and someone's like, "I don't really do seafood." You get like, like 
French fries, and someone's like, oh, these are so greasy. Who is going to get upset at soft pretzels? It's true. It's a real softball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crowd yeah. pleaser. Get it up there. Put it put it in the top ten. Okay. All right. Uh, I think this is time to say goodbye to onion rings. Yeah, I don't think onion rings really compare to something like loaded fries, honestly. Or yeah. blue and onion, to be fair. Well, thank you. I was going to say. <laughs> no, that's just being a gremlin. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> um, hmm. uh, we mentioned it earlier. We never actually made the decision. I do think pork buns are too meal-like. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you could have like one, maybe, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're great, but yeah. Yeah. Even like a, a bow, like that has less bread, is still mm-hmm. like kind of big. Delicious. Yeah. But... I yep. think we should promote uh, Loaded Spice to the top Nick, 10. Nick, stop unstriking out Blooming Onion. <laughs> I'm going to notice every time. <laughs> Uh, what were you saying, Jennifer? <laughs> I think we should promote loaded fries to the top ten. The problem with loaded fries is I feel like they're difficult to share. I agree. But I don't know. Like in terms of you taking some of the fries and it takes a little bit too much with the topping on top of it? Mm-hmm. Or you like, to, like I mean it's also fork. just like you Right, you, you're using a fork, and then, like, multiple people are using a fork on the same product, which is, you know... Unthinkable. It's it's a hygiene issue. But, yeah, it it is like a quintessential appetizer to me. It is a quintessential appetizer. Yeah, um, I think you have a point there. Gosh. Um, so many hard choices. Should we cut ballpark quality peanuts? Sure, they're in the yeah. same. Um, they're in the same uh, ballpark <laughs> as uh, the popcorn. Uh, could cut meatballs, perhaps. Yeah, I put them on here as like, and I thought about it like I've never had meatballs as an appetizer in a restaurant, but in like you know a potluck or like some home party, you you know. It's great to have like a you know someone brings a slow cooker full of delicious meatballs. Mm. I've had I've had meatballs that were like in a spoon with sauce at a restaurant. Mm. I was like, okay, sure, they're good. Yeah, yeah, not it's not yeah. that good. Not that good. We haven't really discussed breadsticks, but it's probably the same as bread rolls, right? Well, no, the I- problem is. Well, not the problem. The advantage is breadsticks often are like we covered them in like seasoning and stuff. They are inherently an engaging experience in a way that bread rolls. Bread rolls can be like I like bread. I'm not saying I don't like bread, but there's an additional layer with breadsticks where it's like, oh, they've got like garlic and butter and sometimes a little bit of cheese. And they're they're a very engaging experience. What about breadsticks versus mozzarella sticks? I feel like that's a false dichotomy. I think I'm with you on that one. Yeah. They are both sticks, though. Sure, but so are soft pretzel sticks. Yeah. Yeah, you have a point So are egg roll sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Sticks that more. Um, Oh, wow. I guess I'm cut. Yep. 
Um, man. So how how many are we down to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Actually, thirteen. Okay, it's hush puppy cutting time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we're down to twelve. Um. I think it's the egg roll spring roll back. Yes, we gotta we gotta do that. Okay, I, I personally vote for um, to keeping spring rolls. So here's my problem is I I think Vietnamese spring rolls. I bet I would like them better than than southwestern egg rolls, but mm-hmm. I do like normal egg rolls better than I like normal spring rolls. What if we just have a a Thing is, like I've seen uh, restaurants called call spring rolls, what are actually egg rolls, and that like it's a fried mm-hmm. sure. thing instead of just the rice paper wrapper or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't know. I feel like they're both of those are classic appetizers, but it feels strange to have two categories, ded- uh, two slots dedicated to what's almost the same experience. You're not wrong. Um... I guess I would go for spring rolls over egg rolls if we want to to keep them separate. I wish we could it, it I wish we could just do a, a term that contains both of them, but the only term yeah. I can think of that does that is like dim sum, which is a huge category. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay. You can't uh, just say like I think Asian I'm... roll because Southwestern, yeah. Very if nice. the both of you are leaning more towards egg rolls, then I'm cool cutting spring rolls. I think I'm leaning towards spring rolls. I I listen. I'll go either way on this. I think they're both great. I want one of them in the top ten. Okay. Can we go uh, spring rolls? Uh we're going to do Asian style rolls. <laughs> We're going to cheat. <laughs> okay. Uh I think that means we have our list, don't we? Let's let's I think we need to cut one more. Time. Yeah, I think one more is left. Let's see, I'll keep moving these over and see where we're at. I know which one we're cutting, if we're cutting something. Yeah, you're right, we do need to cut one more. I think we're cutting sliders at this point. Yeah, that's fair. They're too conditional to hang with the rest of these. Sliders over fried okra? Mm. I mean, I love fried okra, but it's it's kind of niche. It is kind of niche. Stereotypical southern barbecue food. I don't know if it'd be like a... I could is, take sliders good, over. I mean, they both have they both have their problems, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think these are these either of these are ironclad top tens, like say a shrimp cocktail would be. Um, but yeah, I guess slider. The problem with the sliders, I guess, as I said, you have to have accessories with whatever the filling is, and then at that point, it's almost too much food to yeah, like have having, multiple. Like, you can have two sliders, but then you get to your entree and you're like, I feel kind of like I can't eat all of this anymore. Hmm. All right. I'm good. I'm good with it. Okay. 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 
All right, so our top 10, in no order because we now have to order them, is chicken wings, crab cakes, soft pretzels, Asian-style rolls, mozzarella sticks, chips and salsa, me burping, uh, donut holes with flavor syringes, fried okra, gyoza, and breadsticks. Did we ever introduce ourselves, by the way, in this podcast, or not really? I think so. Okay. It's June 12th, 2020. And I mean, we definitely said it was Jenny's Chow. This is... Oh, nope, that's, that's the wrong one. <laughs> it's the wrong one, but let me play it all the way. We do not room, we do not room. Welcome to Jackie's Snackies. I'm Nick Cease. Joining me today is... Um, I'm Six Demar. And I'm Jennifer Uncle. Today we're... Hit another button, hit another button, hit another button. Okay, great. Alright, so we gotta rank these now. Mm -hmm. Um, We literally didn't talk about chips and salsa at all. I think we all just like let our eyes pass over it and realize it was going to make the top 10 right is that what yeah. happened yeah um but i think it's the lower half agreed yeah like it's a staple but it's not entirely remarkable it's like one of the snack foods like you know peanuts or chips or fries that just made it through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my mind uh you want to say like number seven does that feel good to folks feels good sure okay now we have choices to make. I think crab cakes are extremely lucky to be on this list. And they're a 9 or a 10. I would obviously push 10. Insane. But... I'm comfortable with the 9 here. Oh, wow. Hurts to hear. Uh, okra at 10? Yeah. Okra at 10. Crab cakes at 6. 9. 9. Got it. Um, hmm. Crab cakes Bread sticks below... are a solid eight. Breadsticks? Jen, search your heart. Yes. You know it to be true. Okay, here's the thing. There's one item on this list of ten that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which one. <laughs> I'm sitting here. And in fairness, if there is an item on here that one of you don't like, then it will also go low, and perhaps it will go lower than crab cakes. But I think the rest of them, all of us like. It's true. Yeah. Mozzarella Um, sticks. Six? I could see six. Like, super super solid, but rarely special. And also, you have a bunch of mozzarella sticks. You do not want more mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You will get I, tired. Yeah. I feel like mozzarella sticks are something that are really good, but often it, it's often easy to eat them and then immediately regret it. <laughs> yeah. Donut holes. Uh, would those be eight? I feel like they're not yeah, that they're common, too, but they are pretty, right. They sound amazing. They're an yeah. interesting novelty, so I think that I think that eight makes a lot of sense. I'm cool with that. Uh, soft pretzels at five? Just or is it breadsticks? Is it breadsticks? I would put pretzels, I guess, above breadsticks. I don't know about you, Jen. Yeah, I- I'd put pretzels above breadsticks, too. So four so, or five? Uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. 
Wow, this is going really smoothly. Um, okay. So that leaves us with gyoza, chicken wings, Asian-style rolls. I feel like gyoza might be too high. Gyoza might be too high. You're yeah. right. Yeah. What if we pushed, what if we put it above donut holes and moved everything else up? Okay. 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 So we're down to chicken wings and Asian style rolls. I think, I think Asian rolls, then chicken wings. I think chicken wings have to be on top here. Chicken wings have that universal appeal to them in terms of just... Like, I feel like it's very hard to get a chicken wing wrong. And if it is slightly wrong, then you can put all sorts of stuff on it to mask that flavor, <laughs> typically. You can dip it in ranch or blue cheese. You've got ones that are, are like, just normal, like, like, you can do a smoked chicken wing. You can do Parmesan garlic. You can do teriyaki. You can do buffalo. They're extremely flexible and flavorful and huh? delightful. And I've had yeah. amazing chicken wings, but I've only had really good Asian-style rolls. Also, for the sadists out there, you can find all sorts of hot sauces yeah. to put them on. Yeah, I think this is our list. I think we got it. That, that top ten was a lot more smooth than I expected. As soon we as had... we put, put Nick in his place about crab cakes, we ground <laughs> We ground each other down, you know, trying to narrow down such strong contenders. I mean, really, n there's nothing... There's almost nothing bad on this list, on the, what if, the overall list. What if we took out donut holes and put in shrimp cocktail? I think not, no. my friend. <laughs> the shrimp cocktail, it's a great appetizer. Great appetizer. Hmm. I, I, there, this. It's all, they're so close here. It I'm does hurt me to, to not see some of Oh, it onion. seems like apparently we never cut Bloomin' Onion. Oh, that's uh, where's <laughs> that going on? Bloomin' Onion. Probably a, a seven to me. A seven. <laughs> I have, in the margins of this podcast, I have had a nonstop fight with Nick over the fucking Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> I keep cutting it. Nick keeps uncutting it and moving it around to try and get me from, keep me from spotting it again. And... Thanks, Nick. We don't uh. have a bloomin' onion, we have a bloomin' pumpkin. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that one's new to me. Uh, Jen, can you read our list from ten to ten to one? Sure thing. At number ten we have fried okra. Number nine, crab cakes. Number eight, donut holes with flavor syringes. Seven is gyoza. Six is chips and salsa. Five is mozzarella sticks. At number four, we have breadsticks. Three is soft pretzels. Two is Asian-style rolls. And at number one... <laughs> number one is chicken... <laughs> Interference aside, number one is chicken wings. <laughs> Multiple layers of interference here. <laughs> That's when Mario eats chicken wings. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone. This has been another uh, 
this this is the first one that's been officially titled as such, but obviously the another in a long series of Jenny's Chows. Jenny's Chow. And uh, we're we're so delighted to have you here, uh, Nick. You're really bad at this part, so we'll let you go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, plug zone. Uh, I'd like to plug. Uh, well, I, I'm hardwiring my house actually. So I need to buy a reel of uh, Cat 6A Ethernet cable, and then I'm going to wire it up to a few jacks in my house so that I have uh, high-speed Ethernet. So that's my plug zone. Okay. Uh, Jan, you're a little better at this. Okay. So you can find me at JBU3 on Twitter. Um, most of our stuff is on scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. Um, we also have a visual novel podcast called Novel Not New, a true end podcast which you can find at readinggames.online. Our most recent episode was on The Last Express, and next up we have Kindred Spirits on the Roof. Uh, and I am Six Detmar. You can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Pin tweet there tells you all the stuff that I do, but basically it's the same places as Jen. Um, however, if you if you like specifically Nick and I's dynamic of uh, seeming like we maybe hate each other... <laughs> <laughs> uh you should check out a bottle crow which is a podcast that started out as a dota podcast but at this point is mostly cooking and shit posting um it's actually a pretty funny show <laughs> uh but until next time folks snack on the ultimate flavor eat a food <laughs> eat a food eat a food's pretty good eat a food is pretty good <laughs> just edit everything else in. <laughs>